Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Football Garbage Time NFL Podcast. My name is Hakun Wong, and I'm the editor-in-chief of Football Garbage Time. And with me this week, we got a real treat for you folks. We got the godfather of Football Garbage Time, Scott King, and we got Caden King on the, phone, on the on the line as well. So we got both. Two kings are first one. How's that for a podcast? Scott, Caden, welcome to the show. Hey, glad to be here. All right, so we got so much to talk about, and I know we're just had one eye on uh, on the game that's going on. I know everyone's got one eye on the game as well, and uh, we're just talking about the uh, the uh, Sunday ticket going to YouTube TV. Man, how much money have you spent on watching football, Scott? I, I, have, to, I have to ask you. I bet you it's about as much as I have. Yeah, I've had. I, I sent out a tweet earlier. I've, I've had the Sunday ticket since '99, almost Whoa. every season. <laughs> yeah, so uh, and I gotta be I honest. To watch the Lions. Too, I so. didn't even know that the Sunday ticket was there in '99. I gotta be really honest for you there. So kudos, man. That's like uh, that is some that is really. Uh, I, I was gonna say that I think I had Sunday ticket since it was available on the PlayStation Three, I guess, uh, at one point. Yeah. And it was the worst app ever. It was so bad. It was it was constantly freezing. It, it must have been. It should have been called the Sunday Ticket Slideshow because you usually just get snippets of the game with the sound going over it because it wouldn't it wouldn't actually buffer properly. That was like the worst four hundred dollars I ever spent in my life. I, I don't mean the PlayStation Three, of course. I mean the stupid Sunday Ticket that I bought for it. That was horrible. So hopefully it will be uh, it will be a good deal because I'm interested to see what they're going to do with it. But I guess that means we're all going to be stuck signing up for one more. That's unfortunate. But, hey, that's okay. That's for another year. For this year, we got the playoffs coming up. So we got tons to talk about as we discuss Week 16 playoff scenarios, top daily fantasy football plays at every position for Week 16, and our updated AFC and NFC championship predictions. So with all that on tap, let's just go ahead and get rolling. All right, let's talk about the uh, playoff uh, scenarios for Week 16, because really, we're just around the corner. Obviously, Week 16, only three more weeks of the regular season, and a lot of teams are searching for not only clinching, but seeding as well. So let's start with the AFC first. Uh, just as a kind of background note here, the Buffalo Bills, they have already clinched a playoff berth, but they haven't clinched any uh, seeding yet. Kansas City Chiefs have also clinched the AFC West. So that's all set. But then again, seeding is still up in the air. So with the Buffalo Bills, we'll start with them first. They're going to be playing at Chicago, my horrible Chicago Bears, uh, this Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern. And Buffalo clinches the AFC East division title with a Buffalo win or tie or with a Miami loss or tie. So this one might be the easiest decision you guys have to make all day. Um, What do you think here, Um, Scott? What do you think is going to happen with the Buffalo Bills? Will they clinch the AFC East division title this weekend? You know, um, normally I'd say, yeah, it'd be a walk away. But the weather situation, I haven't seen it exactly for the Bears game. I just know pretty much every game being played in the Midwest and the Northeast is going to be like 40 below zero. So right. that could play a factor. I, I am going to say the Bills win. Definitely take the under. 
But uh, mm-hmm. you never know when it gets cold and windy and Justin Fields, they're going to run him until they kill this poor kid. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, yeah, I think the Bills win, but you never know with this weather what possibly could happen. Yeah, I agree. It is going to be really uh, – it, it, it can definitely make it unpredictable at best when you have that type of weather in play. But, of course, the Buffalo Bills – they're used to that kind of weather as well as the Bears, so maybe it won't impact them as much, but you're right. It's, it's an element of risk and a wild card factor to it. Caden, what do you think? Do you think that the Bills here are going to walk away this weekend with the AFC East division title? I uh, I think so as well, but the same thing with the weather. It can be super unpredictable, especially with, like, I think 30-mile-per-hour gusts. Yeah. So it just depends. The Bills' run game, which always seems to struggle, can – do this. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I mean, I've I've heard uh, many times that it's really not the cold that impacts it; it's that wind. It's how hard that wind's going to gust because that will impact the passing game dramatically. The cold is not something that I think they'll be uh, concerned with. I mean, the Bills and the Bears probably two teams other than the Green Bay Packers who are used to being in the cold a lot. So uh, we'll see what happens there. I think uh, that there is a pretty decent chance, if not a hundred percent chance, of them walking out as the uh, division winners after beating down on my poor Bears. Uh, but hey, you know, crazier things have happened. Crazier things have happened. Let's go ahead and hit the boxing bell on that one. Go on to the next team here. The next playoff clinching scenario is the Cincinnati Bengals. So the Cincinnati Bengals at 10 and 4 are at the New England Patriots, who are 7 and 7. They'll be playing on Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern. And Cincinnati will clinch a playoff berth if, with a Cincinnati win or tie, or if the New York Jets lose or tie tonight against the Jacksonville Jaguars. So what do you think here, Scott, about the Bengals? Will they clinch a playoff berth this weekend? Well, currently the Jags are looking pretty good against the Jets, so this one might get wrapped up here tonight. Um, You know, I still have to go with Belichick on on these picks. I think I've picked New England, I don't know how many times the last two years, and continue to lose. But Belichick (laughs) at home, you know, they had that game last week, at least into overtime, so they had that meltdown on the last play. So I'm going to stick with Bill, uh, probably the wrong pick, but I just – I've been trained, I guess, the last 20 years uh, to trust Bill. So I'll go with the Patriots winning. But the Bengals may backdoor in here if the Jags uh, pull it off tonight. Yeah, yeah. It may be, it, this may not even be a situation where Cincinnati has to even worry about it. They may have clinched that playoff berth by the time this hits, uh, hits the uh, podcast. So who knows what's going to happen there. Caden, what are your thoughts on this? Will the Cincinnati uh, Bengals clinch a playoff berth this weekend? with the winner tie or the New York Jets lost tonight? I think that the the Bengals will win, and the Jags will probably win tonight too. Mm-hmm. But the, the Bengals are probably the best team right now in football. They they're, have such a high-powered offense, and their defense is not looking too bad. And mm-hmm. on a big with Jamar Chase back. Right. Right. No, I, I think that the Bengals – actually, the Bengals are not a dark horse anymore, but they were kind of my dark horse to kind of be up there in the AFC and win that AFC championship. It used to be the Dolphins that I wanted – I thought would get up there, but I have very little faith now in uh, in the Dolphins, and I think that the Bengals are rolling at the right time. So we'll see what happens there. This one might be sorted out sooner rather than later. Keep an eye on Thursday Night Football. It's back to Mel on that one. Let's go on to the next playoff clinching scenario, and that is the Baltimore Ravens. So the Baltimore Ravens at 9-5 and five versus Atlanta Falcons at 5-9. and nine. They're playing on Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern. Baltimore clinches, and there are a number of ways for Baltimore 
to clinch, but they need something else to happen in each scenario. So buckle in. There's 10 different ways that Baltimore can clinch a playoff berth. Number one, Baltimore wins. Miami loses or ties. New England loses or ties. That's one scenario. Number two, Baltimore wins. Miami loses or ties. The Jets lose or tie. So all those things have to happen. And number three, Baltimore wins and New England losses, loses or ties and the Jets lose or tie. So those are the first three scenarios for Baltimore. Then if Baltimore were to tie, then any combination of the next <laughs> unbelievably seven things <laughs> can happen. So New England loses and the Jets lose. Baltimore ties. They get in. New England, the New England loses. Miami loses. And the Chargers win and Baltimore ties. They get in. New England loses. Miami loses. New York Jets tie. They get in. New England loses. New York Jets tie. Chargers win. They get in. New England ties. New York Jets lose. Miami loses. They get in. And New England ties. New York Jets tie. Miami loses. And Chargers win. Then Baltimore gets in. And then there's a really convoluted one at the end here. Uh, And I think the bottom line here, uh, folks, is that if Baltimore wins and Miami and New England or Miami and the New York Jets lose, they're going to make it in. If Baltimore ties, then there's a whole bunch of scenarios that can come into play where New England loses or ties, Miami loses or ties, the Jets lose or ties, and then the Chargers win. And there's lots of permutations of that in which Baltimore will still make it in there. But I think the the most likely scenario is Baltimore either win or loses this game. So let's focus on that first. What do you think here, uh, Scott, with regard to Baltimore? Will they clinch a playoff berth this weekend with a win? Yeah, so when I saw those scenarios uh, earlier today, I I couldn't believe how many different iterations there were. (laughs) It's unbelievable. it's crazy. I, I definitely think the, the Ravens will win. I'll let Caden talk about the Falcons, uh, his hometown team. But I think the likely scenario there was the uh, Ravens win, the Jets lose, and the Patriots lose, even though I picked the Patriots earlier. I think that's probably the the most, you know, if you're going to put money on one of those, that's probably the one that has the best odds of coming mm-hmm. coming to beat. So I think the, the Ravens will, will uh, clean things up. Uh, tomorrow or Saturday. Right, right, right. right. So we'll we'll see. I mean, I think if Baltimore takes care of business and they beat Atlanta, then there's enough scenarios here that I think they'll probably find a way to sneak in and clinch that playoff berth. But let's turn over to Caden for a second. So, of course, you were being the Atlanta Falcons fan. The Ravens have to get past your Falcons first. What are your thoughts about the Ravens and the Falcons this weekend? Well, it's another one of these weird weather games in, in Baltimore. It's I think it's also 30 miles out of dust. It's going to mm-hmm. be freezing cold. And I think it's going to come down to that run game. And, like, all these games seem to be – and the Falcons have one of the best run games in football with mm-hmm. Cordy Patterson and Tyler Algier. Yeah. year. just the Ritter throws the ball a bunch. But I think that they, the Falcons might pull this one out, even though I don't want them to. <laughs> for uh, for uh, Bryce Young to come to Atlanta. Right, right, right. You got to got to got to tank yeah, at this point. You got to tank. And, and and strangely enough, the Falcons at five and nine are still in the hunt because that NFC South doing incredibly poorly sure. this year, which is absolutely shocking. Of course, in this game, the uh, Ravens are favored by six and a half, 
Uh, the over-under is a really, really low 34.5. So there are, <laughs> this is obviously going to be some kind of weird defensive struggle, I suppose. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see how this all sorts out. I do think that the Baltimore Ravens will win and find a way to clinch a playoff spot there. So let's hit the boxing bell there, and let's move on to the and, uh, to Actually, there's one more at the AFC. It's basically the Los Angeles Chargers, who are 8-6 at six and are playing the Indianapolis Colts, uh, who are 4-9-1. They're playing on the Monday night football game. So right now, if the Chargers win, any one of these combination of things are going to do it for them. First of all, they need Vegas to lose. And then they need New England to lose or tie. And then they need the Jets to lose or tie. And then they, or they get that Miami loss and that then they can allow more ties along the way. But either way, the point being that if the Chargers win and if Las Vegas win, loses, then there's a pretty good chance that the Chargers will also clinch a playoff berth this weekend. What do you think here, Scott, about the Chargers clinching a playoff berth at Indianapolis on Monday Night Football? Yeah, I think um, I think the Chargers are going to win. The Colts are are starting fold. I mean, they're they're falling apart. Jonathan Taylor has just destroyed my fantasy season this year. So. <laughs> me too. You and me both. Uh, yeah, it's been a rough one there. Um, but yeah, I think the Chargers win. It's indoors, no weather. I mean, if they're going to Nick Foles at this point, I, I don't know what they're just trying to get to the end of the season in Indianapolis. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's got to be horrifying to be. Matt Ryan right now to be benched twice in the same season for <laughs> Sam Ellinger and Nick Foles. That is not a good look. <laughs> you know, no matter who you are, yeah. that is just, that is not great. That is just not great. A uh, real bummer there here. So you think that um, coming into this weekend, you're thinking that the uh, Chargers will take care of business? Yeah, I definitely think they'll, they'll go ahead and, and clean it up there. The indoor fast track, uh, Eckler, Mike Williams, keep an eye on them for fantasy points. Yeah, I I, lo- I love all that. And you know what? I have to say the the hardest part of this combination that I think exists is the Las Vegas Raiders part of it. I actually don't think the Raiders are that bad, and I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that the Steelers will beat the Raiders. The Raiders have been in on a little bit of a heater recently. They won four of the last five, so and they now are healthy. They have uh, Darren Waller back. They got uh, Hunter Renfro back, and of course they got Devontae Adams there and Josh Jacobs. So. You know, I, I don't know, even if Chargers take care of business, if the second part of that, that being Las, the Las Vegas Raiders t- losing, is going to happen this weekend. What do you think here, Caden? Will the Los Angeles Chargers clinch a playoff berth this weekend with a win and a Raiders loss? I don't, I don't, I think that they'll win, but I don't see the Raiders losing this game. Mm-hmm. I don't see how Trubisky yeah. can, can complete a football game. Yeah. But, <laughs> Former Chicago Bear quarterback. Yes, 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 right. The one we overpaid for. I, 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 I know him well. I know him well. We, we, we liked him better than any other of those quarterbacks. Patrick Mahomes, for instance. So, yep, it stings. It definitely stings. All right. So you, you're you're picking here uh, the the possibility that the Chargers win, but the Raiders also winning, then keeping the Chargers uh, one more week out of the playoff berth. Is that what you're thinking, Caden? Yeah, and I'm hoping I like the Dolphins a lot this year, mm-hmm. even with the struggle bus that happens the last couple weeks. But right. if two is rolling with that offense, and they're just like they're probably the best team in football with if it gets rolling there, because the start of this year they they were all going to break a record, and now with the, and then Tua got hurt, but they're still one top teams in football. Yeah, I, I agree. 
Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. I, I do think they are kind of inconsistent. We've seen we've seen bad Tua uh, two weeks ago, and we saw a really good Tua in last week. So it's really hard to tell sometimes what's happening there on the field. I uh, don't think it's injury-related, but that being said, I had a lot more faith in the Dolphins earlier in the season, and now I'm kind of leaning towards those Bengals being back up there. But anyway, let's go ahead and move on from that, hit the boxing bell, and let's switch on over to the NFC side now and talk about them. So just as a, a little bit of a – uh, an advanced note on where we are. The Eagles, they have clinched a playoff berth. The Minnesota Vikings, they've clinched the NFC North. The 49ers have clinched the NFC West. And the Dallas Cowboys have clinched a playoff berth. Amazing. Two of the NFC East clinching a playoff berth already. So the Eagles, let's talk to them first because the Eagles are 13-1. and They're at Dallas, 10-4, and playing a Saturday at 425 p.m. We thought this was going to be the showdown of all showdowns, but of course, no Jalen Hurts this weekend. We get to see Minshew Mania instead. Well, anyway, if Philadelphia ends up winning, they clinch the NFC East division title, and they also clinch home field advantage in the uh, in there. And if they and and so with that said, what do you think here, Scott? Um, Philadelphia Eagles? Did they get the, did they get this all done this weekend, or they got to wait another week to clinch? Yeah, I, I like Minshew in this game, uh, which which we'll touch on a little bit later. But I don't see how they go into Dallas and and take down the Cowboys. I think Dallas has got things kind of rolling right now. I, I don't mm-hmm. think you know, I don't think the Cowboys are going to Super Bowl, but um, I definitely think they're going to clip them on this one with Hurts out and uh, hold off the Eagles one more week on wrapping up the uh, the one seed. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's, that that sounds like a reasonable guess here. And Caden, what do you think? Are you looking at it the same way, or you got, you got another take on this? Um, it really just depends on what Cowboys team we see. Mm-hmm. Because last week, and then against Houston, they've been struggling. It just depends on if we get the last couple weeks Cowboys team or the team that they played against the Vikings with. Yeah, yeah, it is interesting because they definitely have one of the best defenses in the league but that Houston Texans game a shocker even with them being able to pull it out at the end a complete shocker that they allowed it to be a scenario that required Dak Prescott to go to length of the field in two minutes in order to win so I I don't know what's going to happen here but I think that the Cowboys will take care of business and I think the Eagles will have to wait another week to clinch I don't think there are any rush to clinch they have to win one of the last three games of the season and they will get that first round by and they will clinch home field advantage. So I don't see why they would be pushing Jalen Hurts to get back anytime soon. So with that said, let's go ahead and hit the boxing bell on that and move on to the next scenario. And that is the New York Giants. So the New York Giants are at Minnesota who are at 11 and three. They will be playing on Saturday. New York Giants just managed to beat the Washington commanders. So now they're back into the driver's seat in terms of the playoffs. The New York Giants will clinch a playoff berth with a win plus any combination of this. So, Washington loses, Detroit loses, or Washington loses, Seattle loses, or Detroit loses, Seattle loses. So in other words, two of Washington, Detroit, and Seattle have to lose along with a New York Giants win, and they will clinch a playoff berth. What do you think here, Scott? This obviously involves your Detroit Lions uh, as one of the scenarios. So what do you think? Will the Giants take care of business and clinch a playoff berth this weekend? Yeah, selfishly here, I definitely want the Vikings to win. Um, <laughs> right. I'm, I'm pulling hard against the Giants, Commanders, and Seattle the last several weeks, and it's been it's been quite a roller coaster. But uh, I mean, even without that, Vikings are a strong team. Uh, Giants are 
I mean, they pulled together some wins, but I wouldn't say that they look impressive um, in, in any of their wins recently. They had a good start to the season, but they've kind of fallen off lately. So I don't see how they go to Minnesota and win this game. Right, right. It's going to be – it'll be challenging. It'll be challenging. But uh, there certainly are is some potential here if they play like they did against the Commanders. Uh, Caden, what do you think here about the New York Giants? Are they going to take, a very, take care of business weekend and win against the Minnesota Vikings? And if so, will we see some combination of Washington, Detroit, and Seattle losing in order to have them clinch a playoff berth? It's a tough pick with the Giants and the Vikings because both of them have been so – bad almost this year, even though the records don't show it. <laughs> right. The Vikings, no matter what the scores was last week, did not deserve to win with right. the backs that they have. And they are going to have a less, like a minus five point margin. And then, but I just don't see and the, but the commies and the Seahawks are probably not going to win their game this week. Right. Right, and it's are in Kansas City, and the Commanders are in um, San Francisco. Right, right. So, with that being said, it, it looks like that the the big question, obviously, is can the Giants take care of business against Minnesota? Minnesota is eleven and three, and as you mentioned, Caden, they haven't been that good. They're, in my opinion, one of the most vulnerable um, eleven and three teams I've ever seen in my life. I mean, if you look at their wins. Uh, of their 11 wins, 10 of them with, within one score or less. So that just tells you how close it's been with regard to the Minnesota Vikings. And I can't even count the number of times they had to come back and win in the fourth quarter, which is not a great sign because that means you were behind for three quarters. So that being said, Minnesota Vikings and the New York Giants call there. But the other combination of losses, uh, I do think that Seattle will lose. Washington is a big question mark to me. They've been playing above their heads on offense and but our defense is legit we'll see what happens there so let's uh so that's basically it those are our those are our playoff clinching scenarios there so let's the boxing bell on that one and we'll have a lot to watch this weekend it'll be fun it'll be fun because we're going to have football on saturday and football on sunday and we got football right now and football on monday night it's going to be a whole football week it's fantastic uh, so happy holidays, everybody, for that. Let's go ahead and turn to our next topic, and that's DFS. So what's more fun than the holiday season than winning some money for yourself? Let's talk about DFS picks. Let's talk about the quarterback position first. Uh, Scott, I'll turn to you first. What are your thoughts on quarterbacks that you would roster for DFS this weekend? Yeah, I think um, an interesting one for me I mentioned a little bit earlier is uh, Minshew Magic. Yeah. He's, uh, He's shown the ability to, to get in there and make some plays. I mean, the, the Eagles roster is, is stacked top to bottom. So I think, you know, they're indoors, no weather issues. Um, they're they're going to have to put up some points, and they have motivation to win the game. So I think from a daily uh, fantasy standpoint, I think Mitch is a great grab. Um, he's going to run, so he's going to get you some points. And, uh, you know, he, he can hit A.J. Brown for a big one, and I think that's that's a good good one to grab for this weekend. Yeah, of course. And Gardner Minshew, of course, started for the Eagles in Week 18 of the 2021 season against, guess who, the Dallas Cowboys. And in that game, he completed 19 passes for 186 yards and two touchdowns. Great value for basically minimum cost for Gardner Minshew. Pretty solid option right there. Um, any other uh, quarterbacks that you're looking at here, uh, Scott? 
Yeah, the wet. The, we keep talking about it, but it's such a factor. This weather situation is is kind of strange. I mean, you could go you could go on the cheap and grab uh, Purdy as well out in San Francisco. I mean, mm-hmm. he he showed the play, and then uh, you could also go with the man Baker Mayfield, who's having a resurgence in uh, in L.A. with basically no one left on that roster from the start of the season. <laughs> um, I know. He's got no one to throw to. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. But he's he's gonna run around and make a couple plays. So I think you gotta look at um who's indoors, what the weather situations are, and uh just be careful on uh on who you go with this week. Yeah, and I and I like that suggestion. Obviously I, I, I like Baker Mayfield and his commercials, not so much the person, but I think his commercials are really funny. So hopefully that will get him there in Los Angeles. I'd like to see some commercials with him um in Los Angeles. So what do you think here, Caden? Any uh quarterbacks you're looking at for DFS this weekend? Um my first one I would say is mainly Kirk Cousins because they're playing in um home in their dome stadium. Yep. And so the weather not be a factor there. Right. And he has so many options to throw the ball to. Oh, yes, of course. Justin I Jefferson, Delvin Cook, that's, that is, they have a whole, whole, and of course, TJ Hawkinson. So there's lots, lots right there. I have uh, three, two other uh, NFC North quarterbacks that do pretty good this week. Okay. And one of them, so Justin Fields in, um, in Soldier Field. Yep. He has, I like that. He's got such a mobile type of quarterback that he can get 200 rushing yards and two rushing touchdowns and get you more points than he can passing. Yep. And Jared Goff in Carolina, really, the weather in Carolina isn't too bad, especially for Detroit. And I don't – I just that's probably one of the best teams that can actually pass the ball and have such a high-powered offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. And just to make the point there for Justin Fields, 143 carries this season for 1,000 rushing yards. He has 1,000 rushing yards already and eight rushing touchdowns. So obviously some good value there on the ground if you like it. The only one else I'm going to throw in here, and this is kind of a no-duh suggestion, but quite frankly, Patrick Mahomes looks like a really fantastic play if you have money to play against. He's playing against the Seattle Seahawks, who have the six worst worst defense uh, in the NFL when it comes to uh, opposing quarterbacks. Um, There is a huge 49 point assumed total between the chiefs and the Seattle Seahawks and Mahomes has been rolling recently. So um, if you can afford him, clearly somebody you might want to think about playing. Uh, So let's go ahead and flip it around and talk about the running backs. So uh, what do you think here, Scott, what kind of running backs do you have lined up for uh, DFS? Yeah, I I think to go to that Chiefs game, um, the guy that I've I've had on and off over numerous seasons is uh, Jared McKinnon. I I think I read he was the highest scoring fantasy running back the last two weeks, and he's uh, he's a great mm-hmm. pass catcher. PPR, he will crush points for you, yep. and you know that's a high powered offense and. Really, with the lack of a clear number one, I mean, Kelsey, I guess, is the clear number one. Uh, Mahomes is just spreading the ball all over the place. So I think another good DFS value pick there is uh, McKinnon in Kansas City. Yeah, I love that one. I love that. I had not 
been paying attention to what McKinnon has been doing, but he has been the better of the two backs in terms of fantasy goodness over in Kansas City, uh, and he is catching balls like nobody's business. So you're right, PPR gets him a fantastic, fantastic ceiling. All right, Caden, what do you think in running backs? Are there any running backs you're looking at for DFS? I got uh, Jamal Williams okay. for the, the Lions this week. He, he's a touchdown machine. They just hand him the ball, dig it down to the one-yard line, he gets two touchdowns. I believe he still leads the league in rushing touchdowns this year, mm-hmm. which is shocking. And another guy that i got to look out for is Nick Chubb. Yeah, I love the that. game is probably the worst weather football game maybe ever. It's supposed to be 63-mile-per-hour gust with a negative 21 wind chill. Ugh. So I don't I don't see uh, Deshaun Watson swinging the ball around there in that. So I, right. I've got to go with Nick Chubb there and Jamal Williams. Yes, I, I actually love the Nick Chubb call. I think a lot of folks are kind of sleeping on him now because he was so, so, so good last year, and he's not been as good this year. But uh, I love the Nick Chubb uh, set up this weekend against the New Orleans Saints. I think that he can do some significant damage there in New Orleans. And their their run defense has been abysmal as of late. So certainly can take advantage of that uh, for sure. Uh, other other uh, running backs that I think uh, might be interesting, Alvin Kamara, I'll just look at the other side there. Because his price is way, way down because he's just been uh, absolutely abysmal in recent weeks. But he gets the, gets the ball against the Browns, and the Browns, not so great uh, on defending the run. They actually allow the 10th uh, the most rushing yards in the NFL at 133.1 yards per game. I think there is some element here of Alvin Kamara picking up uh, a big game finally. He's only had one this, week, this uh, season, I should say, and this might be the next one, and you can get him for a depressed price this weekend. So let's go ahead and turn to the next position and talk about the wide receivers. Scott, who do you have with wide receivers for DFS this week? Yeah. Um, so I've got a guy that I absolutely hate drafting in season long because he's so annoying uh, on a week to week basis, but um, Mike Williams uh, with the, with the chargers. I mean, we're, he's going Monday night against the Colts indoors. Uh, they need to win and, and he's going to get those points, but Man, season long, he could get one point one week and then 35 the next. So it's a little risky, but, uh, you know, indoors, terrible team. He needs to win. So I like Mike Williams uh, from a daily standpoint. Yeah, I love that. I love the Mike Williams call there. And and that inconsistency is the the epitome of having heartburn during during while watching football, the yeah. fantasy football team. Um, so what do you got here, Caden, in terms of wide receivers? Um, I, I like A.J. Brown with yes. Minshew. Mm-hmm. Whenever Minshew comes in, they always like to throw the ball. And he seems seems like he always goes for the number one target. And A.J. Brown's just been a monster this year. And he's nobody can guard him. He's just such a big receiver. And he, he'll yep. rack a lot of points against um, the Cowboys. Yep, I, I like that. I like that a lot. I'm a big fan. A couple others that I like on the DFS uh, board for uh, starts in the DFS for wide receiver, DJ Moore. He's actually coming up uh, again, and he's looking like he might be worth a 
in, in uh, being involved in the uh, in the in that offense. I mean, he's five receptions and 73 yards on a touchdown. He's had a touchdown in two of the last three. I think there's a good chance that he continues that at his deep press pricing. And of course, Chris Moore down in the Houston Texans. If you want to save some money on your cap space, he will be the number two there with Brandon Cooks back in the lineup. Brandon Cooks obviously can't be trusted, and there are some weak corners that that are in Tennessee. So Chris Moore, they're going to have to throw because they're going to be behind a lot. So I like him if you want to save yourself a little bit of cash. Let's talk about those tight ends now. Let's turn it back to you, Scott. What do you think? What do you got for tight ends for this weekend? Yeah, I think Mark Andrews, um, he's he's up towards the top of the list there. But against Atlanta, um, if they are going to throw it, it's probably going to be short over the middle to the tight end. So I see Mark Andrews getting a lot of targets and uh, having a good chance to grab some points there this week. Yeah, I love Mark Andrews. He's had a little bit of up and down. Uh, We thought he would be just as good with Tyler Huntley, but he hasn't been in recent days because they've just been relying on running the ball. But we'll see what happens here. Hopefully get back to form for everybody in week 16. What do you have, Caden, in terms of tight end? Um, I got Dalton Schultz, another one of those Cowboys Eagles games. Yep. But Dalton Schultz is consistent and is always going to be consistent, and he scores a lot of touchdowns, especially with the Cowboys. With C.D. Lamb, such a hit-or-miss guy, and they don't have anybody else that he throws the ball to, maybe Michael Gallup. But that's really – he's really the only main consistent guy there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. I like that call. And if uh, you're looking for some other value, I don't mind looking the way of Hayden Hurst, who should be coming back from a calf injury with the Bengals against New England. I guess the Patriots, in terms of pass defense, are worse against the tight end. So why not give Hayden Hurst a try? And if you really have the money, I mean, come on, you can't obviously avoid Travis Kelce, who has the most targets on the most and the most receptions and the most yards and the most any tight end in the NFL, and it's not even close. So if you have the, a little bit extra money because you saved in other slots, definitely pay out for Travis Kelce. Let's go down to our last spot, and that is defenses. What defense does he have for us in DFS this week, Scott? Um, yeah, I think you got to play the weather games and take advantage of what's going to be a um, you know questionable matchup. So I think there's a couple of them you can target. I would say the Titans, which isn't isn't going to be like the worst weather out there, mm-hmm. um, but I think that is a good one to look to and probably the Bills would be my two um, picks, just based on some low scores, so you can get some points there, maybe some fumbles, uh, picks in the, in, the, in the win. Yep, that sounds like a good one. All right, and what do you got here, Caden, on defenses? What defenses are you loading up on for DFS this weekend? I, uh, I got the Browns. Just That game is going to be horrendous. And the Browns have a pretty solid defense with – Miles Garrett back there, and he's doing really well this year. Mm-hmm. And another one that I could see is like the Broncos defense. They don't they don't have a, they've been having that's the only good part on their team this year. Mm-hmm. Defense. And I just don't see Baker Mayfield continuing to be good. Yeah, he's just not a quarterback that can perform well for a long time. 
Yeah, no, I agree with all that. I think the Broncos have a great – that'll be a nice cheap uh, play. They, they're actually priced down across the industry, so Broncos – at the Rams, I think is great. Of course, the top choice for me this week would be the 49ers at the Washington Commanders or versus the Washington Commanders at home. That being said, they uh, cost pretty much the top of the top of the list. So, who else would I pay for? Who are pretty close to the top, but I think you have them a little bit more upside. Those Baltimore Ravens. I think the Ravens, and I'm sorry to say this, Caden, but I think they're going to handle uh, your rookie quarterback over in Atlanta. And keep in mind that the Ravens have the third most takeaways of any team in the NFL this year. I see a couple takeaways in the future for the Falcons. So let's see what's going to happen this weekend. I've got to load up on a little bit of Baltimore Ravens. And that brings us to the end of the show. Let's hit the air horn there. There's some great advice there. Hopefully everybody gets a chance to watch all the fantastic games coming up this weekend and look at all the fantastic playoff scenarios that are going to play out right in front of us during week 16 and also win some DFS money because we got those great suggestions for everybody for your DFS plays. Scott, give us your social media so people can follow you. Yeah. Hit me on uh, NFL fantasy underscore more. Be looking for, uh, some games this weekend. Excited to see how the Lions do uh, in their pursuit of making the playoffs and um, just watching the games and talking about them. Yeah, and of course, follow him because he doesn't pull any punches, folks. So get ready. Get ready if you're going to be following uh, Scott on Twitter. And Caden, uh, why don't you give us your social media so people can follow you? Uh, Sports for All 41 on Twitter. And so, yeah. All right. All right. So everybody give them all a follow because this is going to be a great weekend to exchange some thoughts on the games. Thank you so much, uh, Scott and Caden, for joining us on the show today. Of course, it's always fun to talk about these playoff scenarios. Good times. Great weekend. Lots of football coming up. And happy holidays to all you. My name is Hakun Wong. You can find me on Twitter at FB Garbage Time or on Facebook at the Football Garbage Time page. As usual, thank you for listening and wasting time with us. Until next time, enjoy your NFL week.